This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called 50 Days of Faith. In these lessons, Rick looks into God's Word to discover the true meaning of faith and explore ways we can strengthen it. But first, if you'd like to discover the custom-made dream God has just for you, stay tuned. Because in just a few moments, we're going to tell you about the video base created to dream Bible study. You can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. Or you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with the final part of a message called Expecting the Best. Now, for those who feel a little sluggish, a little negative, a little critical in the morning. You're not expecting the best when you first get up. You're not jumping up with great faith. You're not feeling optimistic and positive and God's gonna do a great thing in my life today. You're just a little cranky, a little negative, maybe even a little cynical about the world. I have some suggestions for you. Write these things down somewhere there on your outline. Okay, here's some suggestions. Number one, go to bed earlier. I mean, that's a no-brainer, okay? You're not getting enough sleep. If you're having to wake up with an alarm clock, you know what that's saying? Your body's not getting enough sleep. You're having to forcefully wake yourself up because you're not getting the sleep that you need. And it's hard to be optimistic during a sleep deficit. Now, it's no wonder you're negative because you're waking up to an alarm clock, which alarms you in the morning. You know, it's like you're not waking up to it's a great, wonderful day. No, I'm alarmed. Well, no wonder you feel bad. You're waking up in the state of shock every day. Okay, so I mean, that's just kind of a no brainer. Okay, suggestion number two, don't turn on the morning news. And you know what the local news is? All it's about is crime. And so they say, well, you know, last night while you were sleeping, there are three more murders, two more rapes, and a house burned down. Oh, that made my day. I feel happy. Local news has a thing that the gorier it is, the more they push it to the front. You know, item, they say if it bleeds, it leads. That's the idea. And you don't really need to know all that because, you know, you get up and you turn on and you hear all this local news and it's bad news all around you. And then you sit down to the newspaper as if you hadn't had enough problems of your own. Now you have to read about the problems in Yugoslavia. (laughs) Well, yeah, right. And then you get in your car and as you're driving to work, you turn on, uh, you know, the talk radio and you hear more problems. It's no wonder you're cranky. You need to start the day with good news, not bad news. So don't turn all that stuff on. Don't listen to all the problems of the world as you're starting out in your morning and your mind is just forming your mood for the day. Suggestion number three, start your day with worship. Tune in to God. Before you talk to anybody else, talk to God first. Listen to good positive music and sit down and read a little bit of God's word. Read some promises of God. Talk to God and let God talk to you. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. Just starting your day. Study after study after study has shown that your mood for each day is determined by the first 10 minutes of that day. 
Now you can be a little bit more intentional about expecting the best, having a better attitude, if you'll start your day intentionally with worship. Doesn't have to be long, just focus in on God and verbally affirm, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. It's a choice. Did you know that optimism releases endorphins in your brain? You will actually feel better. You'll feel better if you start the day by tuning into God. You want to expect the best? Number two, think on God's promises throughout the day. You start the day by tuning into him, and then you think about his promises throughout the day. This is David's second secret of optimism. The Bible tells us that he practiced this even in the most difficult of times. Psalm 119, verse 95, David says, Though the wicked hide along the way to kill me, I will quietly keep my mind upon your promises. Now get this. He was facing the constant threat of assassination. And he says, I need these promises throughout the day to help me to face these threats in my life, this anxiety that could inevitably overwhelm my day. The Bible tells us, in fact, would you read with me Psalm 119.11, what David's habit was. David said, I've banked your promises in the vault of my heart. How are you going to do this? Think about God's promises throughout the day. The only way to do it is to memorize them to bank them in your heart, to put them where you can call upon them. And nothing, nothing will improve your attitude more than have those thoughts from God that you can rely on during the day. When you get in the tough spots, you can't whip out a Bible and look up a verse. You don't have time. Those are the moments when you need to be able to draw on what's in your heart. Did you know there are over 7,000 promises in this Bible written for you and I to give us confidence and assurance throughout the day that we can make it through? The Bible tells us in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, how to think when it says, you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly. Now, let me ask you, does that sound like the fall lineup on TV when I read that, really? When you think about the things that we fill our minds with, you get tired, you get anxious, and you think, maybe I'll entertain my way into feeling better. And you feel more tired, and you feel more anxious. Let me suggest this. Listen to something different. If you're going to change your heart, if you're going to change that anxiety, if you're going to feel less threatened in life, feel more hopeful, more expecting the best, start to listen to something different. Listen to God's promises. Because they have the power to bring faith and optimism into our lives. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, let's keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going. He always keeps his word. Now, let me talk about a, a practical way to do this, because I know some of you are thinking, Tom, I haven't memorized anything since like third grade. I'm not getting in on this part of it, all right? You know those aerobic shows you see on TV where they have the different steps, you know, the different, you know, the easy and then the medium and then the difficult? We're going to do that with this, all right? Some of you just, you just need to start with the easy part. Without faith, no one can please God. Just start there. Just memorize that part this week. Now you're thinking, is that okay? I mean, can you memorize like part of a Bible verse? Like God's going to get mad at you if you do that? If you memorize just the word faith this week, it would help, wouldn't it? Just that one word? Just a little bit can make a big difference. God's not going to get mad at that. He's going to be pleased with that. If you've memorized a lot, then memorize the whole verse this week. But whatever way you do it, start to bank some of these things in your heart where they can make a difference. I, I can't tell you the times that, are, that of the few verses I've memorized that God will bring one to mind that reminds me not to say something stupid in that situation 
or to be patient with one of my kids when I wouldn't have otherwise, or to have hope when I wouldn't have had hope, or gives me the strength to make a good decision when I would have made a bad decision. It's amazing how when you put some of these promises into your life, they give you the faith to face the day. The third secret of expecting the best is to trust in God's love even when things look bad. Trust in God's love even when the thing, the situation, the circumstance looks bad or bleak or depressing. Now this is David's third secret of optimism. It's where he found his confidence. The Bible tells us in Psalm 42, David said, Oh my soul, don't be discouraged. Don't be upset. Expect God to act. For I know, hear the confidence, that I shall again have plenty of reason to praise him for all that he will do. Notice, it's in the future. All that he will do, he's going to do. He hadn't done it yet. This is a statement of positive expectation. He's saying, I'm not going to get discouraged. It looks bleak. It looks bad. Circumstances look dark. But I'm not going to get down on it because I'm going to expect God to act. I know that once again, in other words, he's done it in the past. I know that once again, he'll help me out. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. You can sign up for Pastor Rick's free email devotional at PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick.com. Did you know that God has a dream for your life? Before you took your very first breath, He had already placed the gift of imagination into your brain and hardwired creativity into every cell of your body. But discovering and fulfilling your God-given dream will require a journey of faith on your part. That's why Pastor Rick just released the Created to Dream Bible Study. Based on the core teaching found in his best-selling book, Created to Dream, the six-week video-based study will reveal the process God uses to fulfill the custom-made dream He has just for you and the faith-building phases He'll lead you through as He does. This video study includes an enhanced workbook with lesson outlines, key verses, and homework for deeper reflection between each session. You can do the study on your own or with friends in a small group setting. So whether you're feeling stuck, forgotten, afraid, or uninspired, the Created to Dream Bible Study will give you the tools you need to awaken and pursue the custom-made dream God created you to fulfill. And today, when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the Word of God to a hurting world, we'll send you the Created to Dream Bible Study Kit to say thanks. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy, or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thank you so much for your support. Once again, here's Rick. Some of you are going through some pretty dark times right now. What do you do? Number one, you remember how God has helped you in the past. Oh, how quickly we forget. Remember that God has helped you many, many times out of many, many situations. Many you weren't even aware that he was the one that was doing it. Remember that God has helped you in the past, even when you were unaware. And then two, you expect him to do it again. That's expecting the best. You're trusting in God's love when things look bad. Now listen, we rarely understand why God allows things in our lives when they happen. 
Almost never does God give you an explanation of why there's pain in your life, problems in your life, difficulties in your life, circumstances you don't understand. Almost never does God give you an explanation. He doesn't owe you an explanation in the first place. But number two, you wouldn't understand some of the reasons until you get to heaven and look back and go, oh, that's what was going on. So he doesn't explain why you go through what you're going through. So what do you do when you're in a difficult situation and it doesn't make sense? It has no rhyme or reason to it. What do you do? You trust in the love of God. You say, you know what? I know God loves me. And I know God is in control. And I know God sees everything that's going on in my life right now. And I know God could change it. And I know God wants what's best for me. So I don't have to have an explanation. It's obviously here in that it's in the best pathway for my life at this point in my life right now. I don't have to understand it because I am trusting in the fact that God is in control and God is good and God loves me and he wants what's best for me. So, okay, God, it doesn't make sense, but I'm going to trust you. Folks, that is a deep, deep, deep level of faith that God wants you to grow in. Notice this verse, Hebrews 12, verse 10. While we were children, our parents did what seemed best to them. But God is doing what is best for us, training us to live God's holy best. Now, here's the key. If you want to handle the dark situations of life, you've got to look at them from God's perspective, not your own. And that makes all the difference in the world. You look at it from your viewpoint, it doesn't make sense. You look at it from God's viewpoint, the, the problem shrinks in size. The entire Israeli army looked at Goliath and said, this guy is impossible to handle. He's in our way. We're never going never gonna to take him down. David looks at him from God's viewpoint and says, he's just a mere mortal man who is defiling and defaming God and God is on our side and he'll help us out and we can take him. It's all in the way you look at your situation. There's another promise that you might want to memorize this week. It's Psalm 91, verse 14. Notice what God says. I'll get you out of any trouble. Circle the word any. I'll get you out of any trouble, any trouble. I'll give you the best of care if you'll only get to know and trust me. That's what God wants, it to, wants you to do. That's why God's been trying to get your attention. Through all the problems and stuff, he's been trying to get your attention. Like, I'll take care of you if you'll just get to know me and trust me. David tells us the fourth secret, that we need to talk with other believers. That's the fourth key. Talk with other believers. David hung out with positive people. He wasn't just facing this giant on his own. He had emotional and spiritual support. In Psalm 119.63, David says, I'm a friend and companion of those committed to making, uh, those committed to living by your rules. Now you need to associate with, you need to attach yourself to, you need to fellowship with other people of positive faith. Who do you hang out with? Does your faith get any support at all? If you hang out with cynical, sarcastic, critical, negative people, that's as contagious as faith is, and they will tend to infect you. If you want to be a person of great faith, of great expectations, 
then you need to find some people who build into your life additional faith, who help you grow, because the wrong crowd will bring you down. There's a verse in the Bible that says, bad company corrupts good character. And it really does when it comes to your attitude. It's like that old cliche, if you want to soar with the eagles, you can't run with the turkeys. (laughs) David said in Psalm 1, blessed is the man who doesn't stand in the seat of the scornful or sit in the seat of the wicked or the scoffers. He doesn't hang out with cynical people. David goes, I don't do that because I don't want them to infect me with their negativism. You need to talk with other believers, people of faith, on a regular basis. You need more VIPs in your life than VDPs. Do you know the difference? VIPs are very inspirational people who build up your faith. And VDPs are very draining people who take it out of you. Now, if you've got more VDPs, very draining people in your life than VIPs, you're in trouble because your battery's getting drained. There's no way you're going to expect the best. There's no way you're going to be optimistic. There's no way you're going to be a person of faith because you're being drained all the time. you got to get some VIPs, very inspirational people, in your life. Now, of course, the most logical place to do that is in a Bible study, a Bible study class, or a small group where you can get to know some people who will encourage you. That's why we talk about this all the time here at Saddleback. Look at the next verse. The Bible says, let us not give up the habit of meeting together. Instead, let us encourage one another. If you're not in a class, if you're not in a group, where are you getting your encouragement on a weekly basis? Now, I want to pray for you. Let's bow our heads. The Bible says, keep company with God and Get in on the best, and I don't want you to sit on the sidelines. I don't want you to miss out on what's going to happen. Father, I don't know that I've ever been more excited about a plan to help these wonderful people develop and strengthen their faith. And I could hardly wait to see the miracles and the changes you're going to do in our lives and our careers and relationships and families. Help them to put things, first things first, and to realize that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Lord, this is an important subject we're going to deal with. Now I want you to pray. And I want you to pray this prayer. Say, thank you, God, in advance for all you're going to do in my life during the next 50 days. I'm expecting in faith. Now, in a crowd this size, I'm sure that there's some of you who are worried about a a giant problem this next week, a Goliath in your life. Maybe it's a lab report from a doctor, or maybe you got a situation at work, or your kids or your family are in some kind of difficulty. Maybe you've got an important decision that has to be made soon. Why don't you relax right now, take a deep breath, and trust Jesus Christ. Say, Jesus Christ, I want to put my trust in you and expect the best. In your name I pray, amen. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy that you've chosen to study along with us today. Did you know that you can start every day with hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick? 
Well, you can when you sign up to receive his life-changing daily Bible teaching delivered directly to your inbox. Just go to PastorRick.com and sign up for his free Daily Hope devotional. Don't miss out. Sign up now at PastorRick.com. Rick will be right back to close out our time today. But first, did you know that God has a dream for your life? Before you took your very first breath, He had already placed the gift of imagination into your brain and hardwired creativity into every cell of your body. But discovering and fulfilling your God-given dream will require a journey of faith on your part. That's why Pastor Rick just released the Created to Dream Bible Study, based on the core teaching found in his best-selling book, Created to Dream. This six-week video-based study will reveal the process God uses to fulfill the custom-made dream He has just for you and the faith-building phases He'll lead you through as He does. This video study includes an enhanced workbook with lesson outlines, key verses, and the homework for deeper reflection between each session. You can do this study on your own or with friends in a small group setting. So whether you're feeling stuck, forgotten, afraid, or uninspired, the Created to Dream Bible Study will give you the tools you need to awaken and pursue the custom-made dream God created you to fulfill. And today, when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the Word of God to a hurting world, we'll send you the Created to Dream Bible Study Kit to say thanks. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Here's Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Friends, today I want to share with you a powerful testimony from Alkistus. She's a 19-year-old who listens to Daily Hope in Greece. And she talks about how God began to work in her life as she listened to the message, The Courage to Keep On. She wrote, Dear Pastor Rick, I just want to send you a big, big thank you. I've been completely lost over the last month. I've been anxious and sad and tired. I've wanted to give up. But my mother's a big supporter of yours, and she encouraged me to listen to your broadcast. And I did. I started listening to it once or twice a week just to make my mom happy. (laughs) But one day when I was in a mess, I bumped into a message of yours called The Courage to Keep on Going. I was like, whoa, how did he know? That broadcast was the beginning of my adventure with you as I was far from God and I was attached to my stressful feelings. But I started listening to your broadcast every day and I was filled with hope. I soon started to enjoy reading my Bible again, and I I gained my trust in God again, and now I'm happier than ever. God talked to me through your messages and gave me new eyes to see that my life was an amazing and blessed life. So now I'm sharing your devotionals and your broadcast with all my friends, hoping that it will change them just as it did change me. Pastor Rick, I thank God for you and your amazing ministry. I thank you personally, and I thank your amazing team who's helping you deliver God's messages all around the world. Alkistis, I I just thank you so much for writing to me. It's wonderful to know that you're reading your Bible again and that Daily Hope has helped you regain your trust in God, and 
even increased your happiness. And I absolutely love the fact that your mom nudged you to listen to Daily Hope, and now you're passing it along to all your friends and all your neighbors. You know, doing what you're doing is one of the easiest ways to share your faith with everybody around you. You just never know who's going to be in heaven because you cared enough to share. So thanks for writing. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.